everybody. Thank you for downloading this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal, recorded live at DragonCon, which means it's a live recording. And sometimes the sound booth at a live recording has some issues. And there are issues here. They were out of our control, but Ken has done his best. And believe me, it is killing him how it sounds uh, to make it sound as good as possible. So please enjoy this special live episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best musical instrument. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Please do sing along. You asked if you know, if you know the words, sing along, have a good time. Uh, and then we will bring out our guest. How's that sound? Great. All right. Um... If you will, Mr. Ken Plume. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Mm. You know what? You're We got this. Wow. Al, we are back at DragonCon, baby. DragonCon 2018. You know, as many times as we specifically instruct audiences to give us that reaction, it never fails to surprise me. I know. It really is. Never. Never uh, does. So great to be back. A little piece of electronics has been slowly creeping toward me. <laughs> it's... On the, edge of the table. It looks like a weird sort of like electronic snake that's going <laughs> to me. And then um, you'll be like uh, the lady in Superman 3. And be partially oh, person man, and partially machine. That was the machine. one scene that always scared me. Yeah. Jesus. It was very frightening. I had no idea what was happening. Yeah. No, she just gets zapped. Do you guys remember that in Superman 3 when she gets zapped up into the wall and then covered in tinfoil? Basically. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. We got scared by every elementary school haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But if I put my hands in here, are you sure it's not spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure these grapes. Is the premise of that part of a haunted house that witches have always just washed their hair when you put your hands on their head so it's just cold wet spaghetti like they were you told that it was witches hair yeah what did you hear i was told it was like guts because it's squishy and red and gross you were told that yeah pretty sure your school is terrible at haunted houses I what went were to. You told, what were you told that the field grapes were? I don't want to know the answer. Fruit salad. <laughs> um. So, Hal, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Have you ever gone to see a symphony, and not Symphony Sanders, the star of Welcome to Night Vale, but an yeah. actual uh, symphony orchestra, and looked around and went, "There's a lot of instruments up there. If I had to pick just one." I don't think I could do it without the help of Tom Kenny. That is what I think every time I see any musical performance. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Tom Kenny! Hi, everybody! Where do I go? Wow! Right here. Now, now, now we're three white... Now we're... Now we're three white guys who think they're right. That's right. Thank goodness. More of us, finally. Yes, finally. One uh, of us. One of Gooba We accept you. Oh, man, that movie is freaky. No, absolutely. <laughs> oh. 
Todd Browning's Freaks or Freaked? Which was yeah. Freaks. Freaks. Yeah. Freaked was the one that came out, uh, the like the remake that came out with Bill from Bill and Ted. With Al- Alex Winter wrote and directed that. Keanu Reeves is in it as Wolf Boy. Uh, and it's a, use real freaks. No, 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 no. Until like your, the fascinating, the morbid fascination of that yeah. movie, when you know, when, when occasionally you would see it on late night TV, like when I was yeah. a teenager, would would be that they they had kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, but we're not here to talk today about Todd Browning's. Face. I don't know what we're here to talk about. You <laughs> we are uh, we are here today to talk about musical instruments. Now you are okay. a music guy, ish. Yeah, I'm, I'm music. What do you, what do you mean ish? I, I know really. You know good every band, every musician, oh, yeah. ever, and you have yeah. a band. Oh, a music guy. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did any of you come last night to the ballroom and watch the show? Yes. Oh, guys, it was fun, right? Yes. Tom, Tom has a band called Tom Kenny in the High Seas. Uh, the band director of which was also the, the musical director for Thrilling Adventure Hour, Mr. Andy Paley. That's musical right. genius. Jolinda Palmer, Brittany Westover, the Dems out. Like, just fantastic band. Uh, the music is great. Tom is, uh, an exceptional front man. But you're, you're, like, I think there are so many voiceover guys. You, Billy, what, like, you are musicians, yeah. love music. Where, yeah. Was, I was in bands before I did that other stuff. But, right. yeah, it's, it's just like, you know, you go... I don't know that a 56-year-old man should be acting like Lex Interior and, uh, you know, uh, Iggy Pop, but uh, why not, you know, <laughs> go for it, cutting myself. Iggy Pop's a 70-year-old man. I know, like I know, but have you ever been close to Iggy Pop? Can't say that I have. I, 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 I was kind of standing next to him once, and he's like, cut, but he, but he's also like, he's got the wino tan, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, he looks like somebody who lives outside. <laughs> but he's cut, he's, he's like a wino with superpowers. <laughs> He's the guy on Venice Beach yeah. that charges you to take pictures with his birds. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was Iggy Pop. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. Yeah. You were standing close to Iggy Pop now and you didn't even know it. I had no idea. I my picture with these birds. <laughs> it is parrot is Polly Pop. That's right. Uh, by the way, I, somebody asked earlier my favorite uh, costume that I've seen at Dragon Con. And I have to say it was Bootsy Collins and his wife, Princess Peppermint Patty, dressed as themselves who were able to walk the floor without anybody mobbing them because they're in giant elaborate costumes yeah. all the time. But here, that's camouflage. Now they're in like the trench coat and top hat in like a 40s movie when somebody disappears into a crowd of business folks. <laughs> that, that was the best. Yeah, well, and Bootsy, like, I got Bootsy in, you know, uh, with the help of Camp Bloom. Yes. Uh, like, Bootsy got, but yeah, Bootsy. Bootsy was like, hey, you know, I'll tell you come by the con. Can I, can, do you think me and my wife, Princess Peppermint Patty, can come? And I was like, Let me, I'll see if I can get you some passes. So, like, he's not going to show up. You know, you Bootsy you Collins show? is not going to show up and just to come to my booth and hang, right? And yeah. Right next to your booth and hang out. And, like, here comes Bootsy Collins, full regalia, walking through the crowd. And it was like, wow. This, and people just thought it was somebody doing awesome Bootsy Collins cosplay. <laughs> You know, which is, you know, hide in plain sight, you know? And yeah. That's the way to go. He had a ball, man. Bootsy. Bootsy's cool, man, because he's always Bootsy. You he's know? always he's, himself. He's baby. always a yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, like he showed up to rehearse with the ICs. Uh, we did, we played with him at San Diego Comic-Con. And he showed up, like, we had a practice, like, at 1030 at night in Burbank in a funky little practice, you know, band practice place. And, like, he showed up. Bootsy. As he like, yeah, well, like, yeah, with a top hat with a skull on it and like all this stuff. He's like, hey, that was the first time we ever met him. And, it's just, I and just, he was like, yeah, I just been chilling at home all day. I love people that, I love people that, uh, I love 
<laughs> I love people that like create an identity for themselves and then just live it, you know? Yeah. And, that, and that's kind of like what, what these cons are. Like people kind of dip their toe in that of like, I'm going to be this character for tonight or a couple of days or whatever it is. And then there's people that take it to that extreme, like the WWE Bootsy Collins extreme of just like, and then the then it kind of subsumes you, yeah. you know? And I just love that, like, like that it's never... He's never not that, you know? Yeah. He'll always be Bootsy Collins. He's always Bootsy Collins, um, yeah. Let me ask you this. When you said that he asked, it was like, can you get me and my wife, Princess Peppermint Patty, yeah. and Princess Peppermint Patty. Does he, does he, is he required to always introduce her like that? Yeah, that like, she's like, you have to use my full name. Yeah. And you have to begin it with Princess. Yes. Every time you mention well, me. she introduced herself to me. She said, hi, I'm Bootsy's wife, uh, uh, Princess Peppermint Patty. And I said, hi, uh, Triple B, what's up? You know? And, uh, and she goes, I said, I said, oh, Peppermint Patty, so is that after the character in, um, in Peanuts, you know, Charlie Brown? And she said, what? And I said, oh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a character in, in Charlie Brown, like, that's his friend, you know, Peppermint Patty. Really? <laughs> She's never heard of Charlie Brown's friend, Peppermint Patty? You know, come on. Wait a minute. Well, the thing would have come up at this point. Yeah, maybe the candy, maybe right? yeah. I'm thinking right. maybe the foil wrapped uh, delicious uh, treat. But even if she was named after the candy, at some point, someone before you this weekend <laughs> yeah. would have said, "I know oh, like peanuts." Exactly. It's not like I'm blowing the lid off like a big story. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> She's at home having a really hard time right now oh, trying to figure beautiful. out it existed before. Yeah, they're beautiful. Another man. Uh, Bootsy Collins, a famous bass player. Yes, fantastic. He's a great drummer too, which a lot of people don't know. Would you say the bass guitar is an underrated musical instrument? Because, underrated? Because I think it, people think of it as something that sort of establishes, like, sort of a driving, like a like a beat, almost a rhythm. In the background, but I think the great bass players play it so well that it that it can be a featured instrument. You're right. You're talking electric bass, electric bass, or or a stand up like a, in a jazz trio, a stand up, yeah, a stand up bass. Like you don't hear it until the so, in a in a jazz trio in particular. You don't hear it until the solo, and then all of a sudden, this guy or gal rips off an incredible bass solo. And you go, oh, I've overlooked this instrument because the, the, in in a traditional rock band or even a jazz trio with a guitar player, the bass kind of sits in the back. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like the bass. The guys all the guys the guys all laid yeah. back, right? But like in rock and roll or whatever, like like. I don't think the bass gets a lot of love because it's only got four strings. So people say, "How hard can that be?" Yeah. And you know, right. four strings. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like right. one note at a time. But I feel like... I don't like overly busy bass. No. The bass is the foundation of the house. And you don't necessarily want the foundation of the house to just suddenly for four bars to get funky. Yes. And, and really, there should be no bass solo ever unless it's <laughs> unless it's my generation, right? Unless it's John Entwistle. Talking about my generation. Everybody gets one in my generation. Like, yeah, and then your solo. that record is still so powerful, man. Like I was listening to that the other day, and I'm like, this, that record still makes me feel like when I heard it when I was 14. Like you know what I mean? Like there's certain records that just you get in touch with your 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 inner teenager. Like that record has so much anarchy and energy in it. Like Keith Moon, like it shouldn't. Like it's kind of a mess, you know. But it's yeah. also 
cool, you know, like, like there's, there's something about it. And the bass is a huge uh, part of that. But, yeah. but generally, yeah, the bass is, it should be seen, not heard. You know what I mean? You're right. It should be unobtrusive. So is it, is that, is that something that would eliminate it? I mean, we have to, at, at a certain point, we have to start cutting large swaths of instruments away to get to <laughs> the finalist. But I, the bass guitar to me, that was the, the instrument I wanted to play when I was a kid. And is my parents, no, <laughs> oh, yes, four strings. <laughs> Well, I used to. The funny thing is, I used to stand in front of the mirror and pretend to play keyboard, but only for the purpose of pointing to an audience. Like, what would my not? Not that I was playing anything, but like, yeah, yeah, you do notice me here with my three-quarter length Ghostbusters T-shirt and a flannel over it because I thought that was cool. You were like, wearing that at the booth yesterday. Yeah, that's just yeah. my. I have the you same three shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's in my contract. You have extra T-shirts now. You have the three regular T-shirts and then nine Philadelphia. That's right. Yeah, that expanded the collection. Guy in the back. Thank you. There you go. Um, so let's talk. Uh, let's figure out how we're going to do this because we're saying best musical instrument. Uh, you're a rock and roll guy. We we love rock and roll music, but there's also a million. You know, the woodwinds, the brass. There's all of. Oh my god. Yeah. There's there's a whole lot of. How much time we got? Uh, we have until uh, Monday. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, but let's let's st- let's stick with uh, for right now. Let's stick with. Things you see on the stage. Okay. Um, you've, got, you've got your bass, you've got your uh, drums. Let's start with the foundational ones. How's that? Okay. Sure. So ba- that, we're bass and drums. Bass and drums, the rhythm section. The rhythm section. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll go with that. Well, you know, it's funny. Like, you stand up bass, right? Yeah. Like, like, if it's like a rockabilly record or something like that, like, like you know, whatever, Bill Haley and the Comets or the Stray Cats or, or whatever, Johnny Cash, right? It's all right, like, uh, you know, it's all, the stand up bass. That kind of is like right out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and those the are sound cool. Of it is the sound of yeah. The and when you see like those old fifties guys, like you see photos of those guys in the fit, like stand up bass is one of the only instruments you can ride on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what those guys you know this guy's this guy's got the blah, 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 and they're riding it on there and you can spin it and you know, those guys <laughs> that can spin a full size uh, stand up bass, that is impressive. I, it I is. Think I'm tall enough to reach the top of it to spin it. Oh man, and I know guys that play stand up bass, like like yeah. you know, rockabilly guys and country guys, and like when you shake their hand, like when they're the tips of their fingers like rub against your hand. It's like, ow! You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, it's like they got thimbles on their fingers, but it's skin. They got like skin thimbles. It's all, it's all pointy and dotted. They're like, hey, Tom. He's like, <laughs> skin thimbles was one of the best bass players <laughs> ever come out of the sound. Yeah, yeah. Skin yeah, his, his brother foreskin thimbles, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to play with him. <laughs> plays with himself. <laughs> I didn't say the character's uh, name, so that's good. I, yeah. I'm still safe from Viacom lawyers. <laughs> they just start rappelling down the building like uh, Blues Brothers. Hup, 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 hup. Let's talk about the drums. Uh, yes. Like the drums The drums kind of have a same a same problem that the piano has in a rock and roll show, like in a big concert uh, situation. And that they don't get to run around the stage. Like, no. There's something fun about seeing the band. Like, I went, uh, I went last night and saw uh, a couple of bands at the Lakewood uh, Amphitheater. Uh, one of which was Leonard <laughs> Skinner. And, uh, and who was the other one? I went and saw Hank Williams Jr. 
It was the weirdest concert. <laughs> it was jarring, you guys. He was ready for some football! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no world further from Dragon Con <laughs> than going to a Bo Siemens show. <laughs> Um, but anyway, one of the things like, I, I was watching them, um, and they have, uh, Leonard Skinner has a really amazing, I mean, it's all young guys now that are in the band that, uh, because there's only one original left. But yeah, it's like Blue Man Group. There's a whole bunch of Leonard Skinner, yeah. it's like playing around, you know? They're, they're, the original guys just wait for the money truck to pull up, or they're dead. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, they're either waiting for the money truck or they're, um, in Southern Rock so, Heaven. Southern yeah. Rock Heaven. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Also, the new Skinner song. Yeah. Hey. Only white people in this heaven. All right, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot like Blue Man Group, they only play Freebird on PVC pipes now. There's something magical about going to a concert and in the crowd just yelling unironically and actually meaning it. Freebird! Wow! Hey, Freebird! I can actually use this sentence. <laughs> That's great. Um, but the thing that about the drums and the keys is they don't like those guys looked like they were having fun in their little station, but it seemed like they were constantly looking off toward downstage where they were like, it's like those guys are having a lot of fun down there. <laughs> Really wish I wasn't stuck behind this piano right now. You just have to do like the Tommy Lee thing where they would bring him in and the drum set would be upside down and he'd fly out over oh, the audience. Oh, wow. And then he'd give the drums herpes or something, whatever is going on with him. Who knows? Who knows? But I mean, yeah, you can't you can't like pick up the entire drum set and go out into the audience. I love that How you he feeling that. tonight. I love that he made the most like, you know, the 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 the, the least the the, the, the Instrument that's hardest to transport. Yeah, he yeah. made it travel. He turned it into like a NASA a astronaut training uh, vehicle. They just spin him around. From space camp. Yeah. yeah, like Modoc's chair. You know, he's just a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should play drums. That'd be cool. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, so the drums provide. What do the drums bring to a rock and roll show? Well, uh, drums. Uh, the kind of music we play, soul music. It's really important because there's all those like breakdowns where the whole band stops and you know you're playing. And stuff and the band goes that 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 and that's right. when you that's when the cheesy front man aka me talks to the audience right so you need that back there how y'all feeling tonight yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and uh you know so that's important the drummer's very important but you're right you're very um you're kind of sequestered it's like being grounded it's like everybody else is running around and playing in the reindeer games and you can't you know and i feel like yeah it's like you're the only reason that you can dance right now is because I'm providing a beat for you to dance to that I am not allowed to dance to as well. Yeah. Because I'm the one sitting back here providing said beat. Yeah. And guys who play drums all the time are like, cut, you know, like Clem Burke is my neighbor. That guy's like in his 60s from Blondie, you know, the drummer from Blondie. And like, you know, I'll, I'll see him like walk by my house, you know, and, 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 and it's just like his arms are you know, like, like it's the equivalent of the stand-up bass player's fingers, except it's his whole arms are like that. You know? He's got arm thimbles. Yes, exactly. Arm thimbles, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you can do – you can have plenty of music without drums. There aren't a lot of drums-only music, certainly not in rock. There's no album of like John Bonham by himself. Yeah. Nobody – In a mellow mood. to uh, Birdman. Yeah. But then there are yeah. – there is drum music around the world. Sure. That requires but no other instruments. You don't really. You could have steel drums by themselves. Yeah. You Lord require crazy nothing Japanese else. Japanese taiko stuff. You know it is that, that stuff's like yeah. crazy. A lot of African yeah, drums. Of course, like the, you that's, know, that's where it all comes from. Yeah, because it's percussion with tone to it. 
Yeah. So the, the drum in general, I mean, are we talking just about rock and roll now? Well, well, I, just I, what you would have on a rock stage? It, to rock, it seems like we sort of narrowed it to rock and roll, but <laughs> I was going to, we'll, we'll find something in rock and roll that will expand it. So guitar. Guitar. Here's what, please. No, I didn't. Well, no, I was just thinking that like guitars are a, a really cool instrument, but a lot of guys that play guitar are kind of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The guitar by itself, it's it's kind of like you know, it's 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 not the gun, it's the person that shoots the gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, the guitar is don't kill people. <laughs> Rummy guitarists do. Like I think, because guitar has always been like the front and center instrument of rock and roll, it yeah. kind of leads to like a uh, like like a certain megalomania on the part of uh, people that can really do it well. That's what I like about in Tom Kenny and the High Seas. Our guitar player sits down. Like, cause we're, we're a horn band. We're not, you know, so the guitar yeah. is a much, uh, to a large degree is more of a rhythm instrument, you know? And, and, uh, I kind of like that. Like those old thirties swing guys, you know, like sweet and low down kind of guys sure. that like just sit there and then like, uh, you know, Django Reinhardt guys. Song, yeah, yeah. Django Reinhardt didn't have a flying V dangling down next to his crotch. You no. know what I mean? It was, he did, but it wasn't a guitar. Yeah, it wasn't a guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> flying but V. I, lo- I love that, like, Django Reinhardt and Chet Atkins, the way they would make that. Pickers. That instrument talks in a way that no other instrument does. Uh, that ability right to that. bend a note. I mean, if you play a regular piano, you can sustain, you can give it something. But unless you have an electronic keyboard, you can't bend pitch uh, the way you can in a guitar just by just by bending the string. So in that way, it before Peter Frampton put his voice through a guitar in the 70s with the talk box. Well, I mean, just, which nobody was asking for. Nobody it's wanted not like that. Were, not like people were clamoring for that. Yeah. Please! But that's the example of a guitar player. Guitar that you, <laughs> it's like, what is that? It's like, it's, like, it's like if Charlie Brown's teacher was an instrument. <laughs> Just for one day. Right. They, they got to sing. Her album, Good Grief, is awesome. <laughs> Ms. Othmar, right? That was yeah. the teacher in Peanuts. That's right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like a weird mix between Charlie Brown's teacher and, uh, you know, Stephen Hawking. Yes. Yeah. They finally they came yeah. together. But that idea, that's the ultimate, like, I'm the guitar. You know what would make this even better? My voice. I'll add it to the guitar and together we'll be unstoppable. That's not what Peter Frampton sounds like at all. I'm sure of it. Nobody knows. He's yeah, you, a guitar. That's all. That's right. <laughs> just Peter Frampton sounds guitar Yeah, guys, I do a great Peter Frampton. <laughs> you, you, you. He puts on the guitar and he still talks like that. <laughs> he didn't even need all the stuff. Goes to Starbucks. I'll take a Blante Latte, please. Chai. Chai as a word lends itself well towards the <laughs> Yeah. Um, what is it? There's something, about, there's something about, I think, the piano and the guitar yes. that uh, is beneficial in that they have, unlike other instruments that we can talk about, uh, I feel like they can be done, like, one person with one instrument can uh, perform an entire show, can move an audience, can create uh, the most music. Guitar with, and piano? With Between either, like, just a guitar and a voice or... Just a piano and a voice, or just a piano. You know what I mean? You're right. They're, yeah. They don't require as many other instruments around. And guitar is portable, which is cool. So you can yes. kind of move people. You can just show yeah. up and go, you know, and if you're good, yeah. you know, you don't want to be the guy at the party like, hey, I brought my guitar. Want to do some Beatles songs? It's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, don't make it. Na, 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 na. It's true. Every time I see a keyboard player uh, come into a gig, even like uh, Jonathan Dinerstein, when he'd come into the he'd be carrying a giant keyboard. That's the portable version of a piano, yeah. and it, he would look labored 
Like it's never light. It's never easy to take unless right. you have like the little mini Casio. With her violin and is like, hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's uh, since we've sort of uh, we, we let's veer a little. We're narrowed down from rock and roll. Yeah. And like the big band shows. Let's talk. Uh, I mentioned the violin. Let's talk about some of the great other like classical orchestral. We've got. Let, you you want to go by sections? There's going to be. Sure. How about this. I love watching you try to figure this out on the fly. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wow, he didn't think about this at all. Yeah. Well, he picked, you, you picked like the largest, most nebulous, like yeah. the best star in the universe. And then 20 minutes in, it's like, all right, let's figure out how we're going to do this. Let's confine it to the Milky Way. Only yeah. stars that are in the Milky Way. That's let's it. narrow it down. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at the orchestra. We're going to pull one instrument from each of the sections of the orchestra. Okay. We're going to have a battle royale. Yeah. And then uh, whatever's going to come out of round orchestra is going to go against uh, round uh, battle rock and roll. How's that? All right. Love it. And rock and roll is the guitar over the piano because the piano could be the classical instrument as well. We haven't have – we, yeah, we guys, we didn't finish up on the uh, rock. I mean it's – You know what, guys? This is uh, – welcome to a show that just brainstorms as it happens. <laughs> That's what I thought this was. But you know what instrument really sucks though as long as we're talking about guitar and keyboards? A guitar. <laughs> Those are so stupid. I'm gonna get on our stage. <laughs> do you have one? No, no I love keytars. No, you do not. I hate keytars. The, the, you wear them around your neck, or the, and, and and they're like, you know, no, no, no. no. The wrong keytar. <laughs> to the oyster house in uh, in the valley. It's closed, isn't it? Club? It went out yeah, of business, yeah. Because of the keytar that they had in yeah. there. People wouldn't yes. show up. Yeah, people burned it to the ground. No <laughs> more keytar. <laughs> band that was a keytar trio. Was it really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. What were they called? The uh, three keytars. Yeah. Uh, they didn't, they, I, I don't know that they had an, they were called, so, <laughs> I can't believe it. They were called too much. <laughs> too many. Well, the nice thing about it is all they are is synthesizers. So yeah. it basically became like, all of the songs that they played sound exactly like the new wave versions, the originals, <clears throat> because they've got all the little bells and whistles in there to make it right. Happen. Right. Um, Don't you love me, baby? Don't you want me, baby? So yeah, we got to figure out what's going to go up against the guitar. Oh, guitar's <laughs> out. Right, Sorry to tell you, the Oyster House is closed. I think I'm right about that. Yeah. Somebody check on Yelp and see if it's Yelpers report this establishment is closed due to excessive ketarism. <laughs> the major D was 150 years old. And he uh, was just went real quick. And he was the new guy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he looked like Milton Berle. And when you would walk in, he, uh, a buddy of mine and I went and he was like, oh, yeah, let me take you to your table. And it takes him an hour to turn around. <laughs> And then he starts walking down the lone aisle in the thing, and we're almost to our table. We see a table right here, and he stops to talk at another table, like, how you guys doing? Is everything everything delicious? And we're just standing there like... <laughs> and we just go around you and sit down. But we stood there for about 10 minutes. Two hours later, the Meta D was still showing you to your title. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, let's so let's finish up the rock and roll. We'll th- we'll pull one out of rock and roll and one out of the orchestra. We'll, uh, we'll I like it. it sure, that's a plan. Is it the guitar? I rock and roll piano is one of my all time favorites. It's the greatest. Yeah, sure, New Orleans and all New that Orleans stuff. And, uh, New Orleans and Jersey. Professor Longhair. Yeah. yeah. Jersey. Yeah. New right? Jersey. The news. All the news. Yeah. Yeah. Long Island. Yeah. Sure. Billy no, Joel. New Island. New Island. That's the, the New, New Island. Island. Yeah. New, New Island. Island. Billy New Finland. New Finland. New Finland. Yeah. New Finland. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> 
harpsichords in New Amsterdam. <laughs> um, I don't know what do you guys think. Maybe the portability of the guitar. The fact that you can put on a rock. I've seen Ted Leo put on a rock and roll show that's just him. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Richmond, too. You know, just, yeah. just commands a whole audience with just a little a drummer, a little teeny drum kit, and then him playing guitar. Yeah, I think guitar. Yeah, I would agree. I, one of my favorite guitar things I've ever seen is Ted Leo playing uh, uh, I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince on the yeah. Joko Cruise. They did like a tribute to Prince, and he was playing the guitar bit. And I was like, I forgot how good. It reminded me of how good a guitarist Prince was. Yeah. Because with everything that he did, he was also a super talented musician. I saw a video recently. I was talking to Tom about this backstage. I know it's not new, but in 1983, James Brown was doing a concert, uh, and they're, they're at the end. They're doing the jam. And at a certain point, he looks out in the audience and goes, Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest in the audience tonight. Let's bring him up here, Mr. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson comes up. He's just there to watch, but he's in the full epaulets jacket. He's got the giant sunglasses all done up. He comes up. Bootsy-esque. He, he, yeah, Bootsy-esque. He sings, sings a, a line, then dances like James Brown, then whispers something to James Brown. James Brown goes, Ladies and gentlemen, we got another special guest in the audience tonight. Prince, let's get Prince up here. Prince comes on a stage right from now. the back of the audience, comes up, they give him a guitar, and he starts playing and jamming with the band, takes his shirt and jacket off, continues to play. Did he take them both off on purpose, or when he took his jacket off, his shirt came, he was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Prince never did anything by mistake. Yeah. He tries to get the audience to clap with him. He did one thing by mistake. Yeah. I'm not going to. He tries to get the audience to clap along with him. They don't. He gives the guitar back. Knocks a lamp over and just walks off the stage. Because they wouldn't clap. Yeah. I love it. Prince wants what he wants. And if he wants his crowd to clap, his crowd better yeah. clap. All of this to say the guitar is the best musical instrument <laughs> in the rock. But you know what? The piano has another shot. Because the yes. piano is still an orchestral instrument. Were Prince and Michael Jackson like hanging out together that night? What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Just, That's what I want to know. I want to see the three of them at House of Pies. Yeah, exactly. And those feel afterwards. The three of them do a guitar set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's guitar, it's guitar versus piano? Uh, well, we determined for rock and roll it's the guitar. Yeah, and now yeah. we're coming out on that. Uh, now we're yeah. going to look at the, the symphony orchestra, mm -hmm. which will also include uh, marching band instruments because we have brass and we have, we have all the marching band instruments plus the strings. Uh, so, I'm going to go knee-jerk reactions, fellas. Yes. Uh, I, I, want, I want lightning fast. When I'm going to give yeah. you the category, you tell me the best musical instrument. Is mayonnaise an instrument? The clarinet. Uh, a cork, uh, uh, oboe. <laughs> so does this become battle clarinet versus... No, you have to say bassoon so that we can really yes, get into it. Bassoon. Yeah, bassoon. Here's why it's the bassoon. Because it's the one with the little tail. <laughs> it's got the little tail on it. Vestigial tail. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it hasn't quite evolved yet. You know, the, the tail's still hanging down a little bit. You know, the, there's, a, there's a joke. And I guess it could apply to anything, but I know it is a bassoon joke, which is what is the difference between a bassoon player driving in a car and a frog driving in a car? The frog might be driving to a gig. Yeah. I don't believe that. That is just a joke that I heard. If you play the bassoon. I love it. I love it. I'm sure that you have many gigs lined up. Ah. Do you think that a parents uh, when they're like, you know what? I think the most lucrative thing for me to do right now is go to college and study bassoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Listen, you're always going to have a job as long as they're doing Peter and the Wolf somewhere. Yeah. All three of those have a job, including, and then a flute. You'll be the grandpa. Right? Yeah. No, that's a wolf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't uh, remember. The grandpa had like a real bummer of a, of a motif. It's a guitar. Yeah, it's a guitar, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's really hating on the guitar, man. It's really, really upsetting. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, I do like the woodwinds. Uh, they, they get the... A lot of, if it's not the violin, they get the melody job. They get the un, uh, the uh, they're the unsung melody heroes. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair to say. But I like like the clarinet. Yeah, that's true. The old yeah. licorice, the, the old licorice stick is pretty cool. <laughs> I, what? Is that what they call the old it? licorice stick? You don't know that? Man, you know every jazzy. No, because I know Squidward. He plays the clarinet. He guy. Let me let me uh, limber up on the old licorice stick. You know, like, like, like we're, we're always putting we're, him like like Squidward, like trying to be cool and jazzy. Like is is always good laughs. You know what I mean? Because he's such a square. Yeah. By the way, apropos of nothing, but did you ever see? There's a cartoon called The Three Little Bops. Oh, you know that yeah. cartoon? It's an amazing cartoon. You got to look it up. And Stan Freeberg uh, narrates it and does okay. all the voices. And it's about the three little pigs. And they're all j- – it's three little pigs that are like all all jazzy, like Dizzy Gillespie like kind of guys. And then the wolf is like this total square that's always trying to sit in with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're always like, yeah, no. Yeah, called the three little bops. So it's kind of what we're talking about. It's like the wolf would show up with a guitar, you know what I mean? Go, yeah. Oh, God, no. So, but, yeah, the three little bops. Look it up. That's my favorite, maybe one of my top three favorite cartoon shorts ever. It's it's like uh, yeah, I don't think it's a Warner Brothers. It's like an MGM or something like that. But uh, Stan Freeberg, he was a total music guy. Yeah, I was gonna say he loves his music based comedy. He had one of his uh, sketch albums. There was uh, it's those you know that iconic image of the three uh, like the guy that's got the thing and there's the fife and the flag and the drum. Yeah, Uh, and it's the American Revolution. One of his bits was just uh, the, the drummer only played jazz, and the other guys were like, "We're trying to march." <laughs> so like, I like the, the idea that he only Fantastic. does jazz. So simple, so beautiful. <laughs> Such a beautiful concept, you know. Um, so are we pulling now the, the, the flutes in the woodwind section as well. The flute could give a clarinet a run for its money. Yeah, I had a sister that used to play Jethro Tull in her bedroom all the time, uh, records, you know. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going with flute. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm digging clarinet. I think clarinet really. I, I agree. I think clarinet feels like a band leader instrument yeah, too. Yeah, it could be New Orleans in a, in a marching band or at the front of a jazz yeah. band, like a jazz orchestra, or it's a very versatile. Sidney Bechet, all those New Orleans uh, woodwind. Like early. That's the wood. That's the wood. Clarinet. Just, there we go. Chosen. Let's go. Woody Allen. The, uh, Woody Allen. One of the greats. The yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, let's go. Let's move on to uh, the brass section. Great. Uh, because you've got you've got <laughs> the. <laughs> Were you just sitting back quietly doing a Woody Allen play? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about brass instruments. All right, uh, you are uh, you are the guy to turn to for this. Yes. Yeah. Well, in the high seas, we have three saxophones. And that just sounds cool. That's how Little Richard did it. You know what I mean? But again, if we're not uh, limiting ourselves to rock, I just tend to, I just tend to go to rock and roll and soul place. But. Right. But brass instruments are. In, uh, yeah. I almost said instrumental in that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you should have gone for it. You busted yourself. I busted myself. You know what's cool about like uh, all those, you know, the whole brass section? Those things, the way that they're engineered, they're so loud. Yeah. That's so cool. Like the way that they're engineered, like you don't need to mic them practically. You know what I mean? Like, like you can hear somebody like, bang, you know, like, like uh, that's so cool to me. That it's like, who figured that out? 
Like, yeah. Who was the guy that uh, that figured that out? What are you looking at? I'm trying to figure. Okay, I got it. I got it. I was looking up a specific brass instrument. Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking about dinner. I'm, I'm going to be ordering dinner in six yeah. hours. I want Sorry, to... the <laughs> I'm ordering a sandwich. There's a busker outside talking about it being loud. You can hear from blocks away. Have you guys seen uh, the trombonist on the corner? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. At Dragon Con, for the listening audience, there is a trombonist on the corner, uh, like right outside where all of this is happening, and it's great to hear the trombone versions. Of uh, wow. classic songs that you would like to hear while at a Dragon Con. <laughs> because it's got the slide. Yeah. So you're hearing like, uh, <laughs> it's all the like kind of boingy versions of John. So is Trombonist on the Corner the sequel of The Fiddler on the Roof? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you love Fiddler on the Roof, go see Trombonist on the Corner. And Guitarist in the Dumpster, a trilogy. Convention. Convention. I want to... I... No guitarist is ever a rich man. No. Diddle, diddle, diddle day. No. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the trumpet. Yes. Our, our good friend Jordan Katz uh, is a trumpet player. Not fur only face. Yes. The fur face himself uh, works well in rock, sometimes. classical. Uh, he works a ton on hip-hop stuff. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he toured with De La Soul. Uh, you hear trumpet in a lot of stuff. But I, I'm going to pitch, pitch my favorite, which is the flugelhorn. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the word is flugelhorn. Yes. That's, that's, Did you have to say it in a Jerry Lewis voice? Flugelhorn. Hey, it's a flugelhorn. Don't touch my flugelhorn. Two, two words. Chuck Mangione. <laughs> Rochester, when, New York, baby. I was the right age that when I was young and could not choose the music we listened to in the car, that my parents would pop in the cassette of Feel So Good. And I, oh my God, that whole album. <laughs> It's got the theme from Baker Street on it. It's Wait, like the, the, the flugelhorn's the really high pitched one, or it's, yeah, it kind of looks like a French horn. Yeah, it's got like a bigger one. He's hugging it on the cover. It feels so good. He loves it. Like that's his pose, his the signature pose. Yeah, he loves it. He's got the hat on and he's just hugging that flugelhorn. Like somebody must have stolen it from him at some point, <laughs> and he just wants to hold it so so Can tight. We get a picture of you. Can we get a picture of just you? No. no. <laughs> You'll have to pry this flugelhorn from my cold dead hand. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. It's a very expressive uh, instrument, and that is a great album. Um, <laughs> you think, you think, I want to take a ride with your parents just so I can hear it. Let's go. Yeah. We can listen to that. And uh, what, what time it? are they picking you up here? Flora, uh, Flora, Flora Porum is that her name? Flora Plorum. Who? <laughs> I can't remember Flora, her name. Flora Porum. Yeah, it's, it's, she it's dressed a up on the roof thing. He's going all Jewish now. Yeah, Let's she dressed up as, as Haman and sang jazz standards. No, it was another, like, album. And then if I got to pick, it was the Muppet Show cast album. Um, and those are the three things we listened to when I was very, very young. Wow. That's it. Uh, do you <clears> think, though, that the flugelhorn, uh, for, uh, for all of your uh, personal affinity and yeah. the funness of saying it, uh, do you think it, it's, the, it's a definitive winner in this category? Because there's some, no. some heavy hitters in brass. No. The trumpet's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, cornet, you know, like, cornet. like yeah. especially, like, all, you know, as long as we're, you know, talking about American jazz and stuff like that, right? Like, like Cornette, but Louis Armstrong, the best that there's ever been. Like, sure. probably the most amazing, to me, one of the most amazing entertainers, musicians to, to ever walk the earth, like in every way. Like, I mean, 
just better than anybody. And the more you read about him and the more you learn about him, he was like an alien. You know what I mean? It was like just just kind of got put on earth, you know? And it yeah. Just, yeah, he's he's amazing. I'm reading this book right now called Louis Armstrong, Master of Modernism. And it's he's like incredible like you know and and just didn't care what anybody thought you know his mom was a whole, was a was a prostitute his dad left when he was young but occasionally he'd see his dad leading parades through new orleans you know and he'd go well i want to do that and then he got uh when louis was uh was young like a, a preteen you know he got caught firing a gun into the air on new year's eve which i guess was a pretty common thing in new orleans back then you know <laughs> yeah you just shoot you just shoot a gun up in the air and cop grabbed him he wound up in the colored waifs home wow where where they taught where he learned to play cornet right and uh you know like european style like he was What's one of those i i don't i don't really know i think they're kind of similar but i'm sure music heads would probably know a little more but but uh somebody can google that but but he uh you know, he learned to play like European style because he was in the, the the home. You know, and they so he he was one of the only guys that could read music and 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 chart stuff. You know, the other guys were very much by feel. Right. So he that kind of gave him like a, a leg up. You know, and then he also had the Jewish thing going because he had this Jewish family that would that he would hang out with that would take him in and above a above a above a tailor shop. And last time I was in New Orleans, I found the address and I went to the tailor shop that, that he lived on the second floor of. And, and it was, it was all like graffiti all over the building and all this stuff, you know, but, but it was like so cool to think that like little Louie is like going up and hanging out with this Jewish family and he's hearing that stuff so too. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. That's why, I mean, I mean, Louis Louis Armstrong was like the most American American ever, you know, yeah. and the most African, African American ever, you know what I mean? Cause he's, 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 he's like, he's like, I don't know. Sorry. I didn't me to go off, but that, no, that, that was a, there was some geeky. Sorry, okay, good, good. But but I geek out about Louis Armstrong the way people here are about Doctor Who, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that's like you know, I, I I won't binge watch Doctor Who, but I'll binge listen to Louis Armstrong. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's like Louis Armstrong's uh, trumpet, and it's way bigger. On the yes. <laughs> and, and Louis Armstrong's mentor, this guy Buddy Bolden, who was never recorded, you know, but he, he but he was uh, legendary. And they say that even like before City noise and before like big buildings and stuff like that like they say that like he he could be playing his trumpet and you can hear it like all across town like like you know no amplification obviously yeah so uh, yeah i gotta i gotta go playing with the star wars theme yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Max <laughs> but, but i think uh yeah i gotta say cornet slash trumpet can we call them the same thing let's call them the same thing let's smash sure. those Okay. They're very much the same cool. we're hearing from Google. Awesome. Google. That's what Google said. Actually, my favorite instrument is the Google horn. You can look up stuff on yeah, it. You know, it's where you're so playing. good. Yeah, yeah. If you can pry it out of Chuck Mangione's hands. Yeah. Well, you know, he didn't want to lose it. He was, he was a cheapskate. It's a, it's a, frugal, right. it's a frugal horn. <laughs> nah, hey, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Thank God they brought us a pitcher of water and no cups. That was nice. <laughs> I've been staring at that for a yeah. half hour. I'm watching the water pool in the little tray. Uh, water would be nice. I'm ready I to drink just... out of that tray like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wait, it's all wet. How am I going to give you my business card? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kenny would request the pleasure of your, you calling on him. Wow. All right. Um, All right. What, are we, what the hell are so we what doing? What other sections do we know? Let's go to uh, strings. We have C sure. sections. C sections. Maybe comes right out. In an orchestra. Oh, okay. In an orchestra, there's a problem. Okay. 
thanks. Oh my God. Oh my God. Cut. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Wow. Oh. Wow. Oh, this is wonderful. The science officer just brought us cups. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, so let's talk strings. Let's talk strings. Um, I feel like here's going to be a battle with strings. It's going to be violin versus cello. Yeah. There's, there's always room for cello. So let's talk violin and uh, let's talk violin and cello. Or is there another stringed instrument that you think might do it? What's the, there's only one. The, is the viola? The bass and the viola are the no. only two left. Right? Yeah. Uh, one Spolin. No. One, the is, yeah, one is the uh, the imp- improvisers' uh, instrument. Yeah. What about what about the harp? Piano is also technically a string instrument, right? Yes. Yeah. It's or like it's a, a because it's, it's a harp you smack with hammers. <laughs> Turn the harp over, Rich. smack it with hammers. Like a, it's like a dulcimer, but lots of hammers. <laughs> I went to a place. There's a place in, uh, I think it's on, uh, is it Oneonta? It's somewhere uh, up in New York. It's Oneonta, called the, New York? Yeah, it's called Outside the Yellow. Cooperstown. Yes, it's yeah. called the Yellow Deli. The Yellow Deli. Has anybody ever heard of this? Oh, great. The Yellow Deli is run by a cult. <laughs> wow. That like they consider themselves to be like the the thirteenth the lost tribe uh, of of Israel. Wow. So like the men the yellow beards, deli, the, the the rare yellow deli sapsuckers. Yeah, you walk in and it's you know, like when you say like this deli's run by a cult. It's like I get it. They were media once. You're like no, no. <laughs> you walk in. Oh, worship the corned beef. Worship it. It's like in this in this nice downtown area. It's on the corner. You go in, it's like a natural wood as if it was built in 1971. And every time that they fix it, they just continue to make it look like it's 1971. They use a dumb waiter to get the food up and down. They, they have tons, Can I take your order? <laughs> uh, tons of literature about – and the after they take your order, somebody will come and be like, hey, can I talk to you about – what I forget what their, their, their name like The Children of Moses. And then you go no and they go away. They sell a lot of yerba mate. To take with you, and their food is some of the best food I've ever had at any deli. That's how they get you. That is yeah, the best. Look, yeah. if you want to start, come a for the cult, cult, stay for the proselytizing. Yeah. Go to the Cordon Bleu first, then start your cult. Yeah. And I guarantee you, at least one person after having your sourdough bread will be like, maybe I should hear them out. Wow. <laughs> I hope they don't have Kool Aid on the menu. <laughs> no. That would be good. It's what's in the corned beef. Um, <laughs> so. They have a harp there? How did this get from? Oh, oh, a lot of hammer. Wood. We were talking wood, wood, wood. Like. All the music is hammer dulcimer music. No way. You hear him play the whole tune. Yeah. I grew up just outside Dollywood, so I know what a hammer dulcimer is. It's just, yeah, it's just a little box with strings. And yeah, it's a little harp that you're like, ding, 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 
Knoxville yeah. is the New Jersey of Dollywood. Yeah. By the way, every single musical instrument we've named, Dolly Parton can play. Because yeah. I saw her in concert. Better than anyone else. She's incredible. She's the greatest. Yeah. She has Old a great – she plays yakety sax yeah. on the saxophone. The and last then, country star. Yeah. Then tells the audience, she's like, you know, I think I can, I can play this backwards. If you all want to see me play it backwards, the crowd goes crazy. And then she turns around so she's not facing you and plays yakety sax again. Kills. Kills. Uh, she is. Kills. You mentioned sax. Come on. I about this. I didn't even think about this. That gloomy Gus Morrissey doesn't have an amusement park, does he? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mo- sad. I'm Mo- worthy. Yeah, <laughs> that's hmm. fun. Um, because I just remembered this, like I mean, this one, because it has a reed. Uh, the sax is technically a woodwind. Right? Yes. Yes, sir. So we're gonna hold on to clarinet. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. We have ten minutes left. Yes, we're gonna hold on to the clarinet. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we got the clarinet. <laughs> uh, we go on, are we going violin or uh, or cello? Violin. Violin. I would go yeah. violin as well. Portable, and the fiddle, fiddle the fiddle's yeah, like a country it, violin. Yeah, yeah the exactly. Is a violin, I call it a fiddle. Uh, with, a, with a lift and bigger tires. <laughs> <laughs> How many fiddles did you see in the Bocephus concert, Mark? I saw Bocephus. Oh, man. He was a snake oil salesman, you guys. He goes out there and he starts yelling, They think Bocephus can't play a fiddle. And they're right because he's doing this. He's like sawing on a fiddle so fast. And like, he's playing so fast. And I was like, Oh, his left hand isn't moving. He's just playing the same chord really fast for like five minutes and talking about how great a fiddle player he is. Wow. In the third person. That's he evil. The, the, the devil really did go down to Georgia last night. Wow. <laughs> um, so the violin. All right. Yes. Uh, what other sections do we have in the, uh, in the orchestra? We've got the woodwinds. We've got the uh, clarinet. The violin uh, from the, the, the trumpet from the brass. Percussion. Percussion. We did it. Uh, I think that's enough. Yeah, well, sure. The, the triangle. It's a cut down. Yeah. Kettle right. drums. We're, we're doing some belt tightening here. We're, we're, we're slimming down the orchestra. Yeah. Right. More cowbell? You cowbell. More cowbell. More cowbell. Yeah, cowbell. <laughs> what about uh, the the cymbals? The one guy who hits the crash cymbals together? But it's big, um, and he gets the best moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Isn't that what you wanted to do when you were a kid, though? Like, you just watch the guy, you just get that slam crap together, you know? <gasps> yeah. The, kid, the, the, most, the most problematic kid in the class was always the one that was like, yes. I'll take symbols. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that'll help Timmy with his anger management. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so it sounds like we've got some contenders. Let's do, let's do our slow, our, uh, our one, one by one. On what, what about the piano? You want to pull the piano out of an orchestra? I want to put the piano in there. Because Bi- here, Billy Joel, uh, I saw him give a, a lecture once, and he yeah, was like, yeah, "Any yeah, good, yeah. any good song I've written will work as a classical piece." That's how I know when it's a good song. Yeah. And then he took songs of his and turned them into classical piano pieces, and they sounded beautiful. So the piano is a very versatile instrument. It would be it would be odd to me if the piano didn't. I would I'd like to give the piano a buy a, a buy to the finals. Yes. Okay, so, so we're in the final stretch now. We have our finalists. Uh, we've got, and we'll, we'll eliminate them one by one and give them a proper send off. How's that sound? I like it. Uh, sure. Oh, by the way, the way that Billy Joel pronounces the word piano in the song "Piano Man" disqualifies him. For me. He says piano. Yeah, yeah. Piano. There's a song. You're the piano man. What's a piano? <laughs> Like Piano Reeves, you know what is that? You know, it's like <laughs> that's the Mid Atlantic tonic and gin. Who does that joke? There's a comedian that does the joke about like tonic and gin, uh, making love to his tonic and gin. It's like nobody calls it a tonic and gin, you idiot. It's gin and tonic. Also, nobody makes love to one. <laughs> well, you know, 
What, hap- what happens at Dragon Con stays at Dragon Con. <laughs> I've seen some weird crap here over the last yeah. few days. <laughs> There's uh, some like eyes wide shut party happening where the next morning it's just a ton of bottles outside of the room. We know. We know. <laughs> All right, so we have we have the the trumpet, the piano, piano. the guitar, the clarinet, the piano, and the uh, and the violin. Is that yes, it? and that's the that's the big five. Sure, that's what we're going in with. Yes. All right, so here's how we're going to do this. I'll figure out uh, the order of this. Uh, we are going to. I need a pencil. One by one, eliminate. Them. <laughs> oh, um, hold on, my wife is calling. Should I take it? Never. All right. Minutes. Hold on. I'm going to take this. How was your eyes wide shut party last night? Jennifer. You think I didn't know what you were doing? Jennifer, we're doing the panel right now, and you're live on my watch. Say hello to everybody. Hey, everybody. Wow. Wow. This is like Dick Tracy talking to his wife. It's amazing. Test true heart. That's hilarious. So I'm coming out of here. What? <laughs> All right, we're we're almost done. We're picking the best musical instrument. Gut gut reaction. What's the best musical instrument? Guitar. Click. All right, I'll talk to you later, sweetheart. Okay, that's one vote from Beyond. I think if you go first, then you, then me, then you. I think that nope. works. Nope. Nope. Tom goes Tom, first. Tom, Tom eliminate one of, of, of our finalists. Eliminate one of them. Eliminate one, give it a proper send-off, and then we're going to get... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, run it by me again really quick. I'm like Dory the Fish. I have no short-term... Violin. Piano. Piano. Guitar. Guitar. Trumpet. And clarinet. Damn, eliminate one of them? Eliminate one. I gotta say violin. Violin. I gotta say violin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I don't know if anybody has a kid that ever tried to take violin. <laughs> it takes you four years to even make it start to sound like you're not, like, strangling a coyote. <laughs> Get, go up in here. You, you, you should practice more. And then they go up there. You're like, okay, you know what? You don't need to practice. You, you, you're awesome. Participation medal. There you go. You know, it's like, <laughs> Let's sign you up for soccer. Yeah, yeah, something where you don't use your hands at all. Yeah, no, no, not not, not with me as their dad, unfortunately. <laughs> at least my son did. My daughter actually has coordination. <laughs> my, my wife is all is coordinated, but yeah, yeah, my kid. Yeah, He's me like, and Pam, thanks, me and Pam Siegel, you know, from Better Things, you know, mm-hmm. like like her kid, her daughter was in soccer like the same time as my son. They played together, and we used to sit in the park. And like all the other kids would be, all the other parents would be cheering on their kids, you know, go, Jody, go, come on, kick it, kick it. And me and Pam would be like trying to figure out which one of our kids sucked the worst at sports, you know. <laughs> we're going, why are we putting our kids, like, I would have hated this as a kid. Why are, we, why are we making our kids do this? But, uh, but yeah, my kid was worse than Pam's, I gotta say. <laughs> Mark? I, was like, I, goes, I thought it goes to you. And then- I'll go after you. Okay. Sure. Uh, so with the four that we have left, we have the clarinet, the uh, the uh, trumpet, the guitar, and the piano. Yeah. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm as much as I love it. I think it's a beautiful sound. I'm going to eliminate the clarinet. All right. I feel like that. Uh, I feel like we get we get more uh, more mileage out of the other three. So it's nothing against the clarinet. It's great. It made the top four. Sorry, clarinet. I love the trumpet a great deal, but not enough to put it against the guitar or the piano. Also, I feel like the, the trumpet is something to be played at me. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very assaulted instrument. Yeah. Yeah. 
And my my uh, telling tales out of school, but my uh, my uh, saxophone players in my band have a thing like an anti-trumpet bias. We're like, oh, is it, you know, is, are we gonna have a trumpet tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's showing up. Um. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they're they're kind of yeah. It's like no, no. It's just that we had this arrangement for the saxophones, and then it was good. It's okay. Fun. Yeah, it, it's okay. We'll we'll roll it. We'll make it work. Uh, all right. That means <laughs> we have we've eliminated uh, bull round robin style. That means it comes down to you, our guest Tom Kenny, uh, with what I believe we would have we kind of knew going in we're going to be two big contenders for this. And it is up to you, finally. We will stand by. Your decision becomes our decision. Is it the piano or is it the guitar? It is the great wow, piano. man. Django Reinhardt versus Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, I'm going to have to say uh, piano's going home. Piano's wow. Yep, yep. I only had one rose. I had one rose, and I had to, uh, yep, I'm giving it to the guitar. All right. What, what edged the guitar over for you? I think the portability of it and the uh, the iconography of it, like you know, like like there's there's you know when you see a guy with a guitar, you know, you see Elvis, you know, even even though he can't really play it, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you know, he means business. And like Jerry, you know, there's people that can play the hell out of a piano, but yeah, it's it's just it's just too gigantic. You know what I mean? I'm I mean, you know, I, I, sorry, Amadeus, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love all these apologies. Yeah, I, 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 well, I'm the you know, Catholic guilt guy. You know, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably, am I in your way? I'm sorry. I'm, really, I'm sure I'm somehow making this suck in some way, and I apologize for it. Okay. You might think of a way I'm making it suck later, and I'm apologizing in advance for that. You know. Uh, so it sounds like we have our winner, Al Loveland, if you will. People of the world, we took you on a musical journey of the entire universe, <laughs> of all the instruments that exist. Do not tweet me with the ones that you thought we forgot. We mentioned it. Probably you should listen again. Uh, the, the, the reason why it's the guitar is portable is that it's, it, you can learn to play enough on it. You can learn a simple blues riff in probably five to ten minutes. And then that's enough for you to play with other people and enjoy music. One, four, five, baby. One, four, five. Or if you really want to get into it, you can learn more than words when you want to end a party and it's time for people to go home. Just pull it out. Start playing that. Uh, yeah, I mean, think of some of your favorite musicians, popular musicians. I guarantee you that the majority of them play the guitar, which is the greatest musical instrument of all time. Asked and as Peter Frampton would say. What would 70s porno be without... Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ask and answer. Now, there it is. Now, just a moment before you guys say your final goodbye. Producer Ken Plume. Well, Ken Plume. Producer Ken Plume is back there the whole time. I never get to do this in an actual episode. The Prevo Buffs was, in fact, the Warner Brothers cartoon. It was. Thank you. By the great Chris Freeling. And also, the Oyster House was closed for renovations. It is now open. Those renovations removed the keepers. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks for the public shaming, Ken. I always appreciate that. <laughs> um, thank you for being here. Thank you for this having so me. Fun. Oh my that god, that was so fun. Thank you. Wow. Uh, thanks. Where, where do you want people to look for you? Where do you want people to find you? Uh, hey, you here at the con. The well, you know, uh, uh, Tom Kenny and the High Seas H I hyphen S E A S are on uh, Instagram. 
and Facebook. So just look us up and follow us, and we're always posting weird crap. And then uh, in terms of Dragon Con, I'm down in the Walk of Fame, and then I think I got a panel at 4 o'clock with Mr. Andy Paley uh, somewhere in oh, the wonderful. Hilton, maybe, uh, where we'll be talking about SpongeBob music, you know, and writing songs for cartoon characters and stuff, which we do. So, uh, yeah, but, but uh, yeah, I, that's it. Awesome. That's it. Well, yeah. Thank you. Uh, this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss, so please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or. A quick thank you to Brian who submitted this topic via email. We do get to those email submissions. I'm checking them now, I swear. That email is We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Big round of applause for producer Ken Bloom, who is hey! here in the room. As always. Yes. Thank you to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians Jonathan Dynastine and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners, the many of whom are in this very room right now. Yes, give yourselves a round of applause. Listen to that. Just listen to that. You give us an excuse to get together with guys like Tom and have a great time. So thank you. Uh, we appreciate you so much coming out and enjoying the show. We hope you did. Uh, for Hal Loveland, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Loveland. And don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, listeners of Maximum Fun. I want to tell you about our newest podcast that tells you all about the truth of the flat earth. Have you been looking out over the horizon and you've been thinking, wait a minute, this doesn't look round. I've been lied to my whole life. What is NASA doing with $52 million, million dollars a, a day? day? Uh, uh, come on. We explode the myths. Just kidding. We're Ono, Ross, and Carrie, and we investigate extraordinary claims. That's right. We investigate extraordinary claims firsthand. We go undercover in fringe groups. We get alternative medicine treatments. And we hang out with people who have unusual beliefs, like flat earthers, 9-11 truthers. We do ghost investigations. We've joined Scientology. And we got baptized in the Mormon church. If it goes bump in the night, then so do we. <laughs> Hmm. Why don't you check out Ono, Ross, and Carrie at MaximumFun.org? Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. Every week, we release a medical history podcast called Sawbones. We go over the history of the dumbest, grossest, weirdest stuff humans have been doing to each other since the dawn of mankind. But it's a funny show. But it's also so disgusting and stomach-turning, you won't believe it. But it's also, like, <laughs> funny. It's funny. It is the wildest, grossest, nastiest stuff you can imagine. It's a real hoot. It's called Sawbones, and we release it every week on iTunes, wherever podcasts are sold, and right here on MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist-owned. Listener supported.